1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: It has been a significant week, hasn't it? And this week, all the more disturbing when you look at some of the developments that are happening, not only by our state governments, but by our federal government as well. And all... On the back of the COVID crisis, as crunch time comes, borders are about to open, international travel's about to resume, look out because there's a couple of things that we ought to be aware of. One of them is the Federal Digital Identity Bill, another one from the state of Victoria, the Public Health and Wellbeing Amendment Pandemic Management Bill 2021, which gives almost unlimited powers of the Andrews government over the actions of people who might disagree with him. Bill Muhlenberg has been reflecting on these issues this week. Bill, welcome along to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Bill, let's start with your home state of Victoria, the Public Health and Wellbeing Amendment Pandemic Management Bill. How sinister is this? You've been writing about it. It sounds pretty serious
1: yeah well it sure is and i I suppose i should preface all this by saying that whenever 30 40 years ago when i first met an australian in europe why couldn't she have been from a, a different state why did it have to be victoria right the world's longest harshest lockdown under dan andrews and now he basically wants to extend this Forever, uh, dictatorship for life is really what this bill is all about. Notice how nice it sounds. Public health and well-being amendment. Wow, well, who doesn't want public health and well-being? But all would-be tyrants disguise their, uh, you know, nefarious agenda items with euphemisms like this. It's a well a unprecedented move. Nobody in Victoria has ever seen anything like this. In fact, I'm I'm pretty sure I can say no state in Australia has seen anything like it. It would basically mean Andrews and his health minister and those that he appoints as his so-called advisors would have totally unfettered power and control. using, again, the excuse of a crisis, of a emergency, uh, whether a pandemic, a virus. I mean, they can just make this up as they go along, but sweeping powers granted to Dan Andrews in which, well, the fines are the scariest bit of all. They'll have all these public health orders that they will make. Uh, remember how poor they were for the past two years, absolutely zero health advice or scientific advice. They were just made up as they went along to keep the masses in complete control. Uh, Now, uh, if this bill goes through, and it may well, uh, there will be things like a $90,000 fine for individuals if they're found to have breached these, uh, well, often arbitrary public health orders. Uh, Small businesses could face over $400,000 fines. Both would put individuals and businesses out of uh, action. And two years in prison if you're found to have violated. So again, what's it going to be? Oh, you don't have your mask on in public. So two years in jail for you. Oh, you're sitting in a park bench all by yourself. You're out surfing alone on the ocean, right? Sitting on the beach by yourself, getting a suntan. All these have been punished by uh, police actions in the past two years. And now Andrews wants to have this permanent power with much, much greater punishments for those who are recalcitrant. So this thing is scary as all get out and nobody in their right mind who may have given Andrews a benefit of the doubt can think that this guy is nothing but on the complete power trip, he's drunk on power, and now he wants these dictatorial powers and in perpetuity now let's
0: move federally for a moment because another very disturbing development this week and not much publicity around it uh, that most of us would be able to acknowledge uh, the idea of a digital identity bill federally what are your thoughts here
1: yeah well you nailed it in terms of nobody knows about it it's not being announced publicly uh Mind you, there were calls for submissions, but as with all of these that they're trying to rush through, uh, you know, there were just a handful of days, basically, in which people could have put a submission in. Uh, Of course, 99.99% of the Australian public wouldn't even have known that there were submissions, that there was a bill like this being considered, but it's... Again, it's something that's meant to sound good, uh, to, uh, you know, better coordinate information about people and, you know, have quicker access to their details. But, of course, tons of questions arise. Uh, well, just what information is it that these folks are trying to uh, get on people? Well... Um, Is it health data? Is it financial data? What's in your banks? Uh, Where you've been shopping today? Where you've traveled in your car? Just what in the world is the information that they're going to have? And then who's going to get the power and access to all this digital information about individual citizens? It really is sounding like the very thing we've talked about before in communist China there social credit system, which is based on a massive surveillance state. They know everything and every movement about the people. And if their people are found to do things that the Communist Party does not like, they will be punished accordingly. So one can only ask, will we see similar kinds of outcomes with the proposed Australian legislation? If we're looking for parallels, and you identify China,
0: communist China and their social credit system, and it's a system of control. So this system of control looks like it's well and truly on its way to Australia. Historic precedence, Bill, is this something that you can reflect on? Is there other times in history or other elements that we can say this is very similar and very scary?
1: Well, yeah, sure. I mean, well, simply look at the past two years in terms of surveillance and identity checks. And, you know, you can't walk into a shop, get a drink at a pub or uh, go into a store without uh, notifying people with your little QR code. So in a sense, it's already been happening Uh, here in the last two years, and and it's a question how much more. Will there be uh, facial recognition technology as part of all this? Again, who's going to gain access to it? China's been doing this for years, but all tyrannies in the past simply again look at Germany in the 30s you know your papers please you can't walk down the streets without showing the uh, police your papers and whether or not you're allowed to even be out on the streets Uh, again in the last two years we've seen that plenty and with the passport uh, vaccination passports the mandatory vaccinations Uh, Well, there's just no end. Uh, Again, New South Wales has been better at this uh, come December 1. In theory, their two-tiered society, their segregation based on vaccination status is supposed to come to an end. Here in Victoria, getting back to Dan Andrews, he's saying, well, no, perhaps easily to the end of 2022, if even then we get rid of this uh, health care segregation in terms of the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. So, yeah, plenty of historical examples of despots using all the information they can on individual citizens to better control them. So even if some of our uh, politicians here in Australia have good intentions with this. Well, good intentions alone do not cut it. We've already seen violations of similar statewide situations like this. WA and other places where same kinds of digital identity bills have been uh, misused and abused by the authorities. So, again, we just have to be wise. We have to look at history. Any good bill can be perverted, and if there's not very, very strong safeguards and checks put in place, uh, or or even ask, can there be enough safeguards in a bill like this to make it even remotely safe? So yeah, we should be quite concerned about all this. Bill, as Christians,
0: we're very aware of the freedoms that we're afforded in Christ under God, Ten Commandments. Those are about freedoms that a nation experiences under God, the way that citizens are able to interact and relate to one another. Is there a remedy in any of this? And I'm just thinking, well, what if there was one state that could lead by restoring freedoms to Australians, would that force the hand of those that are really locking in a very, very tyrannical ways of control? If one state moved out and did something right, could that save us all?
1: Well, we'd like to think so. And again, we mentioned New South Wales, which is leading the way here. Dominic Perreté has been the best of the bunch. Uh, Sadly, almost all the other states, most of them labor-controlled, are, you know, at best dragging their feet Uh, here in Victoria. Dan Andrews was effectively put to shame because of what was happening in New South Wales, the freedoms uh, being granted to the ordinary citizen, the restrictions being taken away, the curfews, the mandates... And Well, and travel, international travel, opening up to the world. Uh, again, how embarrassing is that if people can fly in and out of Sydney, but they can't even drive in and out of, say, uh, Victoria or Queensland. So in that sense new south wales has been shaming these recalcitrant premiers who want to keep everything locked down so andrews has made a little shift in terms of slowly bringing back some of our freedoms which he stole away from us in the first place but uh, again he's talking in terms of this segregation this health care two-tiered system that at the very best, it may be another year before he even considers doing what New South Wales has been doing. So, certainly, Christians got to pray for our leaders. We need to keep the pressure up. We need to contact our MPs and say, look, this is not on, this perpetual uh, servitude and letting our leaders get away with murder. This cannot last. It's unsustainable. It's, you know, this was a democracy. Australia was a free democratic nation. But many of the states, at least, have become these little fiefdoms with their own power-hungry leaders trying to take away our basic rights. So yeah, at the very least, pray for Dominic that he stands strong. He's, He's leading the way, and hopefully some of the other states will, even if begrudgingly, start to follow.
0: Well, each and every listener to our conversation today will be able to interpret what's happening in their home state and who is leading them and uh, what sort of issues are at play when it comes to these new bills that, in fact, are more about control, it might appear, than it might be in the short term on public safety. Let me point people to one of your latest articles, Bill, where listeners can check out some more thoughts on this type of issue Dictatorship Dangers Everywhere. Uh, you'll be able to find that at BillMuhlenberg.com and simply Google Culture Watch one word to access articles written by Bill Muhlenberg. Bill, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil.